Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey there, Post Kids TV. This is Christy Saul, the co-founder, coming at you live for today's episode of Post Daily Dose, the best little parenting show on the internet. I hope you guys are all doing incredible this evening. Uh, of course, I'm going to plug these books really quick while folks are um, logging in. Uh, Brian's book, From Fear to Love, that we do have on promotion at feartolovebook.com. This awesome book right here, The Great Behavior Breakdown, that you can get at postinstitute.com as well as Amazon. On Postinstitute, you can get the two of these together for a discount. I don't know if you guys remember the devilment. That commercial. <laughs> I'm showing my age big time now, aren't I? Uh, then also we have this incredible workbook. Uh, this workbook is extremely good. It's, it is really, really well done and invites us to think deeper and go deeper into understanding the effects of trauma, understanding our children, and also understanding ourselves and our own blueprints. And hey, Colleen from Cloverdale, California. So good to hear from you. And Anybody else who wants to say hi, I always love that. Um, my topic tonight has to do with anxiety and fear of the future. Um, what prompted it is it's just a fun myself talking about it quite a lot these days in some coaching calls. So I feel like, well, it must be something that we need to go ahead and talk about maybe out loud and in public. So um, I think it was probably about maybe six or nine months ago. Hey, yeah. Six or nine months ago, Brian said something in a daily dose, and I think I later created a graphic out of it that just really clicked, because he was talking about how anxiety is a fear of the future, but it's connected to our past. And so oftentimes people who experience really high levels of anxiety are people who have experienced wounds in the past. Uh, could be domestic violence, could be abuse, could be neglect, could be, um, you know, like becoming homeless or financial ruin or uh, divorce or whatever, whatever has happened in the past. And a lot of times anxiety will grow right out of a vow that we have made that that bad thing will never happen to us again. We're going to do everything in the world to prevent this bad thing, this bad thing that happened in the past from happening again in the future. So we become really, like, neurologically, it's like becomes a default to be neurologically anxious about the future. What's interesting about that, as I've talked with a few people in the last week, because they've experienced really, really high levels of anxiety, out of some really difficult things and hurtful things that have happened, you know, five years ago, ten years ago. Um, but what's interesting is that they have the anxiety of the future, but they miss the reality that the future is happening now, and now, and now, and now. So the future's coming. Just that quick, just that quick, just that quick. And the anxiety that's promising to keep you safe is also creating a lot of distress in the present. And it's creating a lot of distress, not just internally for the person, 
but also because these people are also parents, it's creating a lot of anxiety for their children because we set the thermostat. I know it's a big responsibility, isn't it? It's a big responsibility for us to do our own work, our own healing, our own deep processing because as parents, we do set the thermostat of the emotional tone in our home. And so if we are feeling anxious, just like when our kids are feeling anxious or stressed, we'll usually get a little amygdala, a little flip of the amygdala as well. But then we look around and we're like, okay, everybody's safe, so I don't really need to be hijacked, so let's help everybody calm down. Well, it's not, a, it's not the job of our children to go, oh, I need to look around and make sure everybody's safe and that my mom's not just flipped out, especially when we're talking about younger children, children who are, you know, 18 and under, really, um, for them to have that level of, like, responsibility for their family. So the responsibility about all of that then comes to us as parents, and I know that we're human, and I know that the adult world, boy, it's messy business, you know, it's there's a lot of pain and a lot of wounds, and I'm not just speaking of childhood wounds, but if you have an adult wound or, you know, like a loss or a violation that happens, and you also have early life experiences of trauma, it can really do a double whammy on us as adults in terms of really getting our brains offline and very hijacked. But the thing is, is that the, the anxiety is a false, it's a false reality of effort to protect in the future. And it gets us out of like, the present is so fleeting I mean, when you think about it. And this, I know this is sort of a, a mind bend, but when you work in this arena and you see people who month after month after month are living in that state of fear and realize that they are missing the present because the future's now. Every second's creating a future and every second is creating a past as time goes. It just goes like that, right? So when we're living in that state of being super hijacked and super anxious and an effort to try to create safety uh, because of wounds that have been experienced, we really are missing the moment. We're missing the moment that if, in fact, things are safe right here, right now, then these are moments for us to savor, for us to enjoy. So those tips, this is, this is coming directly out of <clears throat> what some people would think of like an anxiety attack. So it doesn't even have to manifest into a full-blown anxiety attack. There are people who are walking around functioning at such an intense level of stress and anxiety and fear of the future that they don't, they don't really peak and valley like an anxiety attack that resolves. They're just up here all the time. Whew, and that is like it's, it's hard on our health. It's hard on our adrenal glands. It's, it's hard on our entire nervous system. It's hard on our digestion. Everything in our body gets affected when we're functioning at that level of stress. And so one of the things that I have found for these families that I'm thinking of in particular, it's been really helpful, is using those, those five, what I see, what I feel, what I taste, what I touch, what I smell, things in our physical presence to get grounded, to bring our brains back to the present moment. In this moment, am I threatened? 
Is the threat real or perceived from my past? In this moment, am I safe? Creating mantras. Uh, I think mantras, mantras, mantra, whatever. <laughs> tomato, tomato, potato, potato, mantra, mantra. Those thoughts. Anyway, we could go on with that forever. Creating um, mantras that help to edify us, to help build ourselves up from the inside. Oftentimes, we're hearing something in our mind that we picked up someplace. Uh, it could be a message of doom. It could be a message about our value, a message about our self-worth, about our capabilities. Um, when you pause and listen, what is your internal dialogue? You know, it said we talk to ourselves more than anybody else talks to us. What's your internal dialogue? What are you hearing there? When you're quiet and those thoughts are coming around, is it, are they thoughts of fear? Are they thoughts of doom? Are they thoughts of, um, the future being bleak and out of our control and dooming, or are they, you know, can we have a a curiosity, a hopeful curiosity about the future? Um, are they thoughts, or is it like a voice that maybe sounds like your parent talking about how amazing you are or how unamazing you are? What's where? Where are the tapes? What are the tapes saying that are? I think of like I picture those old reel to reels you know, that they use in the recording studios. What are those tapes saying? Where did those tapes come from? What story are you telling yourself in your mind? Is that story the truth or is it a big fat lie? That's a really good question and a big question to ask yourself. Is this anxiety I'm feeling, is it the truth or is it, the, is it a lie? Is it projecting fear from the past into the future so that I can hopefully be braced for something negative. Because here's the thing. We have this other part of our brain called our reticular activating system. And it's that's the part of our brain that when you decide you want a red car, you see red cars everywhere you go, right? So it's the part of your brain that helps you begin to notice what's already been around. So the world's like this great big canvas. And our reticular activating system will cause us to focus on the things that we have told it to focus on. So if the tapes are about gloom and doom and anxiety and fear and fear of the future, then you will get what you're looking for. And nobody deserves that. Nobody deserves that fear of the future. So it's really the the piece of noticing your surroundings. Am I safe in this moment? <sighs> Even using those tapping techniques, being able to notice, I'm feeling really stressed. I'm feeling really hijacked. That I'm looking around and everything looks fine. This stress is coming from the past. Uh, the past was scary, but the present, in the present moment, I am safe. In the present moment, I am a good enough parent. In the present moment, I am able to handle what it is that I've been called to do. Tapping these new concepts of ourselves. If you're not familiar with tapping, you can Google EFT. You, you can look on YouTube. There's uh, emotional freedom technique and tapping. They're really, it's a really good, uh, quick anxiety, uh, a way to circumvent anxiety and bring yourself into the present moment with a more accurate message of the present moment. So um, I hope there's something in that that's helpful. Um, I know uh, when we're 
called to lead our families and we have our own adult challenges that are, you know, they, they, they may be connected to our children, but they are not the fault of our children, nor they are the responsibility of our children, that um, working on our own business, on our own business, you know, our own issues, our own challenges, our own struggles, whatever, whatever it may be, so that we can be thriving more than surviving, so that we can be more optimistic about the future, so that we can be, um, because we're already, we're already setting the thermostat, but we want to be able to be more mindful and aware of that. And I know that's not easy. I know what I am talking about is not, you know, I can sit here and talk about it in a three to five minute video, but these are things like this is practice. The first piece of practice is the awareness. Simply becoming aware that you are projecting fear into the future and therefore affecting your present is a huge awareness. It can give you a huge aha of, oh gosh, I had no idea how fearfully I was living. That is the very first step. So just taking that first step of really analyzing, shining the light on what your own self-talk is, what is the message that's playing in your mind, and where did it come from? Analyzing whether or not it's the truth or a lie is the very beginning stages. Once you can break that down, then you can activate some different choices and some different narratives to be playing in your mind. So I hope there's something in that that's good for you tonight. Um, I hope that if you've been in that space of experiencing this really overwhelming anxiety about the future, practice that breathing. Notice your surroundings. Am I safe in this moment? In this moment, I am safe. In this moment, my children are safe. Breathe that in. Take a few minutes for yourself. And then go spend some time with your babies. Let the love you have for them shine from your eyes. Let them feel it from your being. And you know that their favorite language is the language of play. I know a lot of adults get hung up like they, they don't have very good, their play muscles haven't been activated very well, or maybe their imagination muscles haven't been used in a long time, so it feels a little awkward. But your kids don't, they don't care. They don't care if it's perfect. They just care that you're there. So if you can follow in their play, and let them lead you into the world of fantastical thinking and make-believe and imagination and creation. Oh, it's a beautiful place to join them in. Or maybe it looks like wrestling around or shooting hoops or playing catch or taking a walk or cooking dinner together or watching TV or watching a movie. The bottom line is the time that you spend with them away from the tasks is more important <laughs> than the time you spend with them on the tasks because it's your love and your connection that's going to help their brains develop and be more calm. And when their brains are more calm, then they're more receptive to being able to learn the things that it is you're wanting them to be able to learn. So remember what Brian tells us, in any given moment we can act out of our blueprints of stress and fear and overwhelm. We all do it. Anxiety, anxiety and fear of the future will play a huge role in that. Or we can take one to two to three deep breaths 
and we can choose love. The more often we choose love, we're creating new pathways in our own brain. And those pathways will be contagious to your children. Much love to you guys. I hope you have a blessed night. We'll see you all tomorrow.